0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Ines. Look, I can't control my excitement because I have actually one of my, like, I get to call you my dear friend. We've never met in person because we live on opposite sides of the world, but she is just <laughs> such a beautiful soul. Valley, thank you so much for being here, beautiful.
1: Thank you for having me, my amazing friend. I love you so. And yes, we have never met in person, but it's as if we've known each other almost our whole lives. That's how it feels. So thank you for having me and what an honor.
0: Oh, I am so excited. So I'm going to quickly jump in. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself because we were just saying before, we never have a problem talking to each other. We are going to struggle probably to keep it to the time frames. So we've got so much because we just have the most amazing conversations, and I'm actually excited because we get to give everyone a little bit of sneak peek, you know, behind the scenes of, you know, really what we talk about. And um, let's hopefully we won't go too far off track. (laughs) Sure,
1: yeah, no. So, what? Just a little bit about me. A little bit about
0: you, beautiful. Yes.
1: Okay, so my name is Valley Adams, and. Yes, that's my first name. It's Valley, like hills and mountains and valleys. And, and it's a family name. I am the fourth. My mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother all have the first name of Valley. And my oldest daughter also is Valley. Um, I live in the U.S. I live in Tampa, Florida. I was born and raised in Florida and I am the mother of three. I have three beautiful children. Ages of my son, Christian, is 24. My daughter Valley Caitlin is 21. And my daughter Michaela is 14. I've been married uh as of next week or the week after for 25 years to my husband Jason. And I am an amazingly happy and astoundingly wonderful uh female entrepreneur. And I'm very excited about that. I love connecting with. Christine and the Corporate Escapist, because I truly feel I am a corporate escapist. I spent over 22 years in the corporate world, and in 2020, the year of the pandemic, I decided to uh, start my own business, and I'm a proud female entrepreneur. I have a business. It is a nonprofit uh, consulting firm. It's a national nonprofit consulting firm here in the U.S., And it's called Edivel, And so much like my name, I wanted something different and unique. And so I chose Edivel, which is the word elevate spelled backwards. So I love that because I love it's different. And that's what I want to do with nonprofits. That is what I do with nonprofits. I help them elevate uh, their revenue, their fundraising and their organization. So that's a little bit about me.
0: And you truly are amazing. Like I love you. I adore you. I think you truly are just a beautiful human being. So, and I really mm-hmm. am just so gracious that I get to call you my friend. Like it's I'm like, Oh, hi, have you known my friend Valley? Like I from the States. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, and I, the same, I say, well, you know, I have a friend in Australia and she's my bestie and she owns this corporate escapist and it's amazing because it's all over the world. It's global and it's a magazine and it's podcast and it's a business and it's coaching and it's everything. And everyone's like, Ooh, wow. I want to know her. (laughs) I
0: "I do. (laughs) It's it's really, it's, it's really, like this is the power of stories like this is what I love the most about it is that we met through another book we were in together a few years ago and this is this is why I love what I do because stories bring people together and it creates this beautiful ripple effect and I mean if we were never in that project we wouldn't have met or you know and just being able to build this like friendship and work together and you know really help inspire each each other as well um and that to me really is the whole essence of what stories can do
1: i agree and i'm a big as i know you are too i think in my business and in your business. And this, which, you know, makes us so similar is we really believe in the power of relationships. Right. And so building those relationships and connecting the friendships and connecting the partnerships. And in my world of nonprofits, there's, you know, always about sponsorship. So I like to say, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm trying to be like a captain steering the ships. Right. And that those ships are so important to me, friendships, partnerships, um, you know, our family and 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 just, you know, building those different ships and connections for all of us to help each other, to work together, to build each other up. And that's exactly what that first story and the first book did. And and now um this second one that we're in together for me um, is obviously very powerful. And that the word power is even in there too. So Um, the power of bringing people together and the power of friendships and partnerships. It's all, it's all one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, here you are on the cover of the the latest (laughs) issue of the corporate escape like, it's super exciting. And yeah, we were just in the, the book. So for those who haven't heard, I mean, you must have by now. We're now best uh, number one bestsellers with the book "An Empowered Life," and That's right. you know this is the the like we keep saying the power of stories. It's I, I always believe that stories. We don't know the impact because people can come back years and years later and go, "I read your story. I've heard about you, and you made this change." But I also a big believer that what we're doing is leaving a legacy. And that legacy is just internal and I'm gracious because like, who knows, like my grandson could be reading that, you know, well, he could start reading probably in a couple of years, but I wouldn't put that in front of him, but you know, like when he's a teenager, he could start reading and, you know, start to get a little bit of an insight and constantly be inspired by strong, powerful women and that are literally standing in their own power to now empower other people.
1: Yeah. And that's, what's so great about this too. And I launch it's, it's, you know, it's all, it's all females, right? It was all the ladies and how special is that, that, that 10 powerful women, strong, inspirational, empowering women meet, come together, work together, build together this opportunity, this book that helps empower others. So it's, it's like, empower, like empowerful or powerful women empowering others. I mean, what, I mean, how amazing is that? What, like you said, what a legacy that, that we're, we're living and that we're leading and that we're leaving. Like, it's just this whole, it's this whole circle. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Cause that is something that I spoke about in the book is just the importance of, of building that empowerment circle, right. And empowering ourselves and then helping use and when we are are empowered ourselves, then empowering others and then empowering others to continue to empower others. And it just, it just creates this great circle. And I just, especially from, from the ladies, I think it's so incredibly um, important that women um, support and build other women up. I think, I think it's so important that we do that. And so um, again, what a gift, what an honor, It was for me to work alongside you and, you know, between the two of us, the eight other amazing women to put this incredible piece of legacy and storytelling together to help others. Right. And that's like, again, that's me. Like I'm all about me, you know, about my, you know, helping, helping others. That's the title of my chapter is helping the helpers. That's what I like to do. I like to help others to help others. (laughs) So, and that's what we did. I think all of us ladies came together and we shared our stories. We shared our journeys. We were very vulnerable. Um, and we were very honest and we, we inspired others to lead this empowering life saying that, look, if we can do it, um, you can do it too. And we're not saying it's easy, And we're not saying that it's, oh, like, oh, we did it. So don't go ahead and do it. Like, no, no, it's hard. It's like work every day. And you have to make an effort, a conscious effort. And we're almost saying too, like, hey, we're here to help. We're here to help you. And there's 10 of us. So reach out, you know where to find us. Here's our story. Here's where we live. If you are, you know, in the UK, if you're in Australia, if you're in the US, like, it's like, we're all over. So just reach out we're it's almost like mini like coaches and mentors were here to help and inspire others and especially women. So I thought that was so special.
0: Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I love what you said, you know, like it's, we actually all support. like, there was zero competition and that's what I love because yeah. there is so much out there. There's, you know, we compare ourselves to so many different people, but when we really fully stand in our power and that's, accepting and owning everything in our lives that I think that's when you make the true impact. And like you said, it's, you know, there's such a beautiful ripple effect that this book is actually going to have around the world as well.
1: I agree. I agree. It's, it's so exciting. And overall, it's the message, the people um, it's just, it's very impactful and very, it's going to be very empowering. So I just, I love that word. And I love that, how it just it's just kind of reverberating from all of us onto the pages and then out into the world. So it's
0: exciting. It is. It is so exciting. I look, I, I know so much about you and I feel like I can just stand and give like a huge verbal essay, you know, about my beautiful friend. But one thing that I really admire the most about you is that you fully committed to yourself. Like when the whole pandemic hit and you could have literally just gone and curled up and just gone, oh, you know, life is so unfair, but you decided to commit to yourself and start your business. And I know that everyone around the world can so relate to that because when the pandemic hit, like we were just in such unknown times and, you know, every country, every town, city handled things so differently. But what do you feel now looking back was, probably one of the hardest obstacles that you had to go through during that time. Gosh. um, I think it was just
1: not like not knowing and just the fear Mm -hmm. of, I think when anyone leaves, I can imagine, I mean, I'm just, I've only done it once, but when anyone leaves the security blanket of knowing that you're in the corporate world and you have a paycheck coming in week after week, and you know, you're doing well, and that's your, that's your solid, that's your foundation. And I think that when you leave that and you walk away from that, um, there's a lot that comes with that and that you have to feel you're your own solid at that point, And you have to feel like you're ready and you're comfortable and have a plan, right? And so most people kind of build up to that and they, they have their plan Um, But I don't think that anyone could have planned that literally for me, anyway, I had my plan. I I talked about it. I thought about it. I dreamt about it for all those years. And then I did it. And 13 days later, the world shut down and I thought, huh, well, that wasn't part of the plan. (laughs) So now what? Yeah. So. Um, I think for me, the hardest part was just really the unknown. And I, and Mm -hmm. I say that with total respect, because I think anyone that makes that leap into entrepreneurship, it is unknown, but so for me, it was unknown, but then it was going into the unknown of the unknown because no one knew what a global pandemic was going to look like, feel like, and like, we just didn't know um so like you said i just decided that i was just going to keep going and you know i i know a lot of people that uh, you know took the you know time and um caught up on a lot of netflix films and and they took time off and and i i respect that but for me the fear i think tripled because now I was on my own and it was, the ball was in my court and I had to decide, was I going to swing or was I going to just let it go by and then kind of sit down and wait for the next mm-hmm. ball to come over the net. Right. So I swung and I thought, okay, so every day I I got up and I came in here and I put, I did my hair, I did my makeup. I got myself dressed and I sat in front of this computer and I thought, okay, well, if, if this wasn't happening, what would you do? And then mm-hmm what I, how I answered that was like, okay, well, can you still do that in some form? Maybe it had to change in some way. I mean, like, what would I do? I'd go to a networking meeting. Okay. Well, those are, I can't cause the world's shut down. So how can I, what's a networking meeting for it's to connect with other people. Okay. So how do I connect with other people? Um, the world shut down, but, oh, guess what? We have this amazing thing now called like zoom and <laughs> like internet and like, you know, I can reach out to people and that's what I did. And, Um, again, like for me, focusing on relationships Mm. and being able to build relationships um, and for my business of what I was doing, um, that's, that was my, that was my catalyst that was leading the way for me um, to get the business going was to make those connections and to build those relationships. And um, did I start getting money in right away? Absolutely not. Like, but did I start building relationships that then eventually led to the future and to now having the financial success from those relationships and everything else that I did along the way? Yes, absolutely. Um, so it's really just like a stepping stone and a growing period. So I don't know. I don't, does that answer, I think? No, like, it look-
0: does. And I think it's it's so valid that, you know, it is just you deciding to show up because we have two options. One of is to keep ourselves nice and safe and comfortable, which is just such an easy thing. And even when crisis happens, you know, personally, professionally, we really just go back to comfort. But for you to then take that and actually go, no, I'm actually choosing this because you can see the end goal, even though you probably couldn't right there and then, but you had that feeling, that sense within of what impact and what, you wanted to create and to continue to follow that when, like you said, it would just would have been so much easier just to go, okay, well, I'm just going to Netflix and chill. Like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that because I still even have days like that where I'm like going, you know what? I am just not at my peak. I'm not going to be able to show up the best for my clients today. So I need to look after me. But you then have to go, well, what's my motivation? What's my motivation to get up? what's my motivation to show up? And right. you had that with inside of you. And I think that's really what a true entrepreneur has. It's that motivation that, you know, mission, purpose, power, everything inside of us that pretty much overtakes yeah. us <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, helps drive us to where we want to yeah. go.
1: And for me too, like my, my role, like my job, right. And everyone has different Skills and talents and strengths and whatever their business is going to focus on. And my business was and is focusing on nonprofit organizations. And so nonprofit organizations, they're the helpers, right? They're the ones that are out there providing food, providing education, providing shelter, providing medical research and medical cures, and all of the things that we know that nonprofits do. And so what's needed during a global shutdown when the whole world is coming to an end more than ever before. It's the nonprofits. It's the people that can help the helpers. It's the, it's the people providing water and medical services and homes and shelter and food. And so that was my motivation. Like, look, if the world's going to shut down and the world is in such an incredible situation now that like, we have this major global pandemic, then I want to be there at the forefront, um, helping those that can help others. Mm. And so that was my motivation too, because yes, I mean, I'm starting my own business, but what was that business? The business, the purpose is to elevate nonprofits. And if I continue to elevate nonprofits, then they can continue to offer their services. They can continue to give the benefits, the shelter, the food, the water, the services, the education that they do to the people that need it. And what those people needed it more than ever, it was a pandemic. So it was like, if I didn't show up, not only for me, then I'm not showing up for those in need. And that's just not, that wasn't an option for me. So I just had to find any way that I could to make sure to show up so that I could help the world when the world needed help the most. I mean, that, that's just, that was it. It really, um, I don't want to take credit for me because it's my business, but I want to have the motivation be people that needed it. Right. And so that's, that's what drives me. That's what gets me up each and every day. That's what inspires me to come in and figure things out. Even when the world shut down is like, look, people need us people need help. People need those services. People need the nonprofits. And so I can help those nonprofits. So let's go. (laughs) So that, that was my motivation.
0: Yeah. And I I look at really, you know, when we first met a couple of years ago, it's shown through so much then. And even now I can see like how much more of that passion has, you know, grown, but also to like, from what, and I know that I'm not there in person, but I can just see the beautiful ripple effect of how you're showing up is having on your family too, because I mean, like your kids are smashing it out the park too, you know, and I really do believe that when you have somebody who is there focused on a purpose a mission and, and doing this beautiful gift of service, but showing them what it's like to really be empowered yourself and then empower others they see it in so much more and we forget that ripple effect that it has in our family, in our community. And, you know, it keeps going out and spreading further. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it does. I think it, it
1: impacts them and
0: and it impacts the
1: family. I mean, obviously, it gives them a servant heart and, and, and hopefully, you know, teaching that servant leadership as well. Um, you know, all of the kids are, in some form of performing or out in the world, you know, using their gifts and talents. But, um, but yeah, I I think that it does. I think, um, you know, they have such loving and giving hearts. They're such great kids. Um, and, you know, I feel like they've been impacted and um, yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to, to watch them grow with that and see that. I think, I think they've also had the benefit of seeing mom, you know, be in that corporate world and kind of be, um, kind of pushed down a little bit and kind of held back and kind of, you know, hitting that ceiling of like, uh, you know, and then now mom is, is on her own and look at her shine, like, look at her, look how happy she is and look how passionate she is and how she's conquering. Um, and she's persevering. And I hope that someday that's what my kids look back and remember as my legacy. I love that word. It's like one of my favorite words um, that my legacy is um, to be my best self, to find my strengths, to know who I am and to just give all of that to everyone that I can and leave that legacy for, for them and for everyone else. So, yeah.
0: Oh, we could finish right there because that's just like, honestly, this is literally what I live for. I live for the fact that people who are following their passion because you know like you and I have both experienced what it's like in corporate you said you hit that 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 ceiling but the whole fact is is that you don't have to just work for yourself you've got to do what lights you up and it really radiates it it just I I feel like it's like everyone says Oh, you look so good! I'm like going. It's the best anti aging ever because you're not stressed. You're not <laughs> like, oh my god, you know. So when you really are lit up, look like, honestly for me, I feel like it's the best anti aging. So you know, all the women out there, get onto it. Um, uh, yeah, I right? you know, right. There's stress <laughs> in life, so why not go and do something that you are madly passionate about and make money from it, but right? It, and I, I feel, um, I
1: feel sad for anyone that is has that fear. Cause I know we all have the fear to make that jump and to make that, um, that escape, you know, to escape mm-hmm. that, um, you know, what, you know, and what is comfort and, and what you think is what makes mm-hmm. you happy. Um, but I can tell you that until you've actually done it and you're able to truly, as you, you know, say with your passion and your purpose, you know, and really do that and feel it Um, it's, it's just, it's like, I don't know, it's like fireworks going off, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just, you might feel like you're happy, but you know, when you're really truly, when you have found your purpose and your passion and you put those two together And that is your reality. That is your day-to-day actions. That's your living. And look, I mean, I've, I've jumped around a lot. I know we talked about this on our launch too. And like finding yourself and finding that passion and that purpose at what age, whether it's 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, it doesn't matter, but it's just the finding it that is like in the journey to finding it and then realizing, oh my goodness, like this is where I'm supposed to be, this is my passion. This is my purpose. This is my inner joy. And that's why we're glowing, right? Because back in the day, I I was in real estate, right? And then I was making a ton of money, honestly. And I went into nonprofits and people said to me, why would you do that? Like you literally cut your salary, your income in half, if not more. And I said, it doesn't matter to me because I traded my pocketbook for my passion. And now I have my purpose and that is everything and getting up every day. And it's true. Cause again, it's cliche. I don't care, but they say, if you love what you do, you truly are never working a day in your life. And let me tell you, and I know, you know, this, and I know this, but for anyone listening, please, please trust us because it is the truth if you love what you do and you find your purpose and your passion and you're doing it each and every day, it's not even like you're working. It isn't, it isn't, (laughs) it's just so incredibly joyous and fulfilling. It's, it's, it's really unspeakable. So
0: like, it's nine o'clock your time. We were just joking about that's before, like, this is what it's like, you know, when you love what you do, you know, I I mean, I was on a call at four o'clock in the morning, the other morning, like it's, it's, I don't see anything else. And I had wished that I had discovered this, but now I realize that I had to go through certain challenges, adversity and all of that to get to where I am now. Um, you know, to really actually appreciate what I have and how my life has now transformed. And now I like I mean I step into gratitude so much with everything. You know, give me a challenge. I'm so grateful for it. Thank you so much. Like how lucky am right. I that I've got that challenge? Because there's so many people out there that had wish that they had that challenge right now in their life. And, you know, there's just so many different blessings, I think, that we have. And when you truly are fortunate to live and breathe like your purpose, your passion, you, you for me, I just, just feel grateful, like just gratitude every single day for it.
1: No, I do too. And we said that earlier too, we were talking like just knowing and feeling that you have blessings, even if you're in the most challenging time of your life. And you Mm -hmm. and I, in the past few months have gone through some really tough challenges personally, Mm -hmm. And but knowing and feeling that you can find those blessings and you can find the joys, even in the darkest, deepest, saddest times of your life. Um, That is a blessing. And knowing that you have blessing and you see that and you have gratitude and you have blessings and I have blessings and I have gratitude. um, That is a blessing in and of itself. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is such a gift and that's a gift. And I think for you and I to be able to share that with others again, that's, that's our gift. That's our legacy to share that with others, just to just pay attention because those blessings are all around you and be grateful for the opportunity because they are there too. And without challenges, there's, you know, there's not opportunities. And it's just, it's wonderful to have that. I know yeah. you and I both believe that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been asking everyone, um, I, I towards the end of the year, I do three things. I reset, realign, refocus, and I would love to know what you would reflect on as sort of you know, part of whether it's realigning or resetting, you know, refocus that, you know, you look back this year and what amazing things are going to come for next year as well. Uh,
1: Growth is definitely something that I'm reflecting on um, and how year after year, you know, obviously 2020, 2021, 2022, um, you know, year after year, um, the opportunity and the blessing is, is is showing itself, and that there's opportunity for growth for me, for my business, um, to you know, maybe um hire staff and grow as a company and take on additional clients. Those opportunities are there, which again I'm very grateful for. Um, and so I look at growth. Um, I also look at um. Just new opportunities as well, Um, looking how to not just grow in size, but to grow in learning within myself, to be able to grow in uh, education, to be able to learn more, to be able to better serve, to be able to learn more as a leader, to be able to serve others. So growth internally, growth uh, organizationally. Um, And then, you know, obviously with that, hopefully then there comes growth financially, um, but also like, I look at different ways. I, I always try to, I think one of my, one of my favorite sayings is always like, go big, like go big or go home. And I think I've learned in, in 2020 that I had to kind of start a little smaller and kind of work my way to big, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the the vision of big is still there. And so I kind of see it and I kind of see it over there and, I, and I'm just kind of reaching a little bit. So every year I'm getting a little bit closer and I think of ways to um, work smarter and not harder. So with that growth of, you know, internally and organizationally, how can I grow, um, but also not like spread myself so thin? Mm-hmm. What can I do and how do I do that and so I have ideas of ways to work smarter and not harder and then I'm you know working on implementing them whether it's an online course or whether it's a it's building an app for nonprofits with questions and different ways to kind of help them and what's next and how can I help them elevate because there's only one of me and there's a lot of nonprofits out there <laughs> so really just kind of internalizing so i would say i think growth would be my reflection for this year and going forward i love it i love it
0: i'm so excited for what is to come and the other one, the question I would love to ask, what is one big goal for you personally for the next 12 months? Oh, personally? So not professionally? Not professionally. We're talking all about you, my friend.
1: <laughs> hmm. um, well, I think personally, I, I definitely need to become a healthier version of myself. I think that that is something, as I say this tonight, because it is at, it's 930 at night here. I go in the morning for, um, an echocardiogram and a stress
0: test.
1: So I, I definitely need to, um, I need to be a little bit healthier. I need to um, be a little more fit. I need to be healthier, um, because I definitely, Want to stay around and be here for a very long time and watch my children continue to grow and and have grandchildren someday like yourself, which just doesn't even seem possible since you look <laughs> like you're 35 and you shouldn't have a grandchild at 35.
0: <laughs> um, so they <laughs> told you it's um, the best anti-aging ever. <laughs> so. it, yeah, see, proof positive right yeah, there. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, I think just becoming healthier. Um, I think also with that. Um, comes that work, work smarter, not harder. So, how do I continue to work on my work-life balance? I think that's something that all entrepreneurs and all females, especially, have to really focus on in their lives: is balancing our families and our business, our our relationships, and our you know, business partnerships, and how do we balance that? Mm. Um, So I would say those are probably my two areas of focus personally for me is that work-life balance, make sure I have time for myself, take better care of myself, give myself some more time um, to enjoy and see what is around me and what's right in front of me. Because I think that especially in, in escaping from that world of corporate and building your own business, it could be very Um, encompassing and Mm -hmm. all very much um, just almost like hold you back in in and feel like it's, it's me and I have to build this. And if it's, if, if I don't build it, then what, well, we also have to take care of ourselves first. And just Mm -hmm. like I said, in the book about empowering ourselves helps us to better empower others, taking care of ourselves and being healthy and finding, you know, the strength within us helps us to take care of others and find the strength within others as well so
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely and like I love it because like in the the magazine I asked um, all the authors to supply a quote and yours is life is too short to look back and wonder what if and I think that you know everything that you know what you and I both know now is there's never going to be a perfect time to start no and
1: and and we don't know what tomorrow brings both of us you know we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So why wait and why, what, you know, why say what if, and when I'm ready and like, when is that? Like, there's never a good time to be perfect because we're never going to be perfect. And there's never a time to say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have everything I need. We're never going to have everything we need. We have everything we need right now, today. We're here, we're living, we're breathing And we have our knowledge, we have our strengths, we have our supports, we have our relationships. And so if you could take what, if you take those things and build, you have everything you need right now today to do everything that you need to be successful. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Do you think that mindset, like I look, I'm such a big believer in mindset and I I think that's been the game changer for me and changing my life, but has mindset being part of like yourself growing but also too for the business as well.
1: I do. And I think obviously more than ever like in 2020, like I really had to focus that mind (laughs) because there was a lot going on around us and there was a lot of sadness and a lot of fear and a lot of just negativity right mm-hmm. and so i i had to really focus on making sure my mind was in a good place but also for me too like calling on my strengths and you know that's where i'm a big believer is you know one of my strengths one of my top 5 strengths is positivity and so i needed to find within that positivity mm-hmm. to help set the mind into place so that i could persevere and push forward right I had to find my number two strength is communication. I had to really focus on how do I communicate with others and how am I going to communicate what I'm doing and who I am and who I'm trying to be within this world and with my business so that I could set my mind so I could persevere and move forward, right? So for me, it's all about knowing and my strengths, but then using them, leveraging them, utilizing, activating them, so like what you said, then taking those strengths and putting them into my mind and going, okay, this is now what we're going to do and then forge forward and move ahead. Yeah. So I think mindset is everything, but it's, I think sometimes mindset scares people. Like they think I don't have that mindset. Like they look at you or they look at me and they think, Oh, I'm not like that. I can't do that. But again, I, I, I caution everyone and say, no, 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 no. It, your mind is a powerful thing. Like mm-hmm. you you can tell your mind what to do and how to do it. You just have to focus on it and it's not easy, but I believe that one of the ways that you can tell your mind how to do things is when you know that strength of yours that mm-hmm. is where your best your best self is. Whatever that strength is, whether it's communication, whether it's positivity, whether it's um, analytical, whether whatever those strengths are that are within you, those strengths are going to help you set your mind onto that course for you to drive forward.
0: That's mm. what that's
1: what I really think is so powerful.
0: yeah, I love that. I was, I was watching a video this morning, and Mel Robbins said, You know, it's great to have mindset, but mindset will not ever change a shitty situation. What it will actually do is help you see how you can you know, best deal with it or even change the situation that you're in. So this is the whole thing about mindset because everyone's like, oh, well, you've got a healthy mindset. Like your life must be perfect. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way to look Mm. at it because we've used (laughs) the word mindset so much as just sort of like a, a word that just comes out. But the mindset, like you said, it's utilizing your strengths. It's also realizing your weaknesses and, even though I don't like using that word, but those ones where you know that you need help and support with. And I think as a business owner, you need to know your strengths. You need to know your weaknesses because that's the weaknesses is actually where you actually need to go and get support from. And my weakness I know is my numbers. Like I can't deal looking at spreadsheets. So, (laughs) you know, I'm like, give me an account. And it was the first thing I did. The first thing I outsourced was getting an accountant. So that yeah. I knew that I could have somebody else just show me how to look at the numbers. So right. I think and,
1: it's. Yeah. And, and yeah, like that's, it, that was like, I would say it's not my strength, right? I try to, I try not to say weakness, but I would say, look, numbers, cause I'm, we're the same, and, you know, numbers and spreadsheets and math, and that's not my strength. So my mindset is, okay, well, if it's not my strength, whose is it? And how can I bring them onto the team to fill that gap? right? Because Mm -hmm. I can't do everything. You can't do everything. No one can do everything. And so that's what is so, to me, it's almost, you know, part of building a business and building your, your, yourself and building is finding the people around you, even if it's not in your own business, even if it's just your personal, like you said, like finding the people around you Mm -hmm. that have the, the strengths that you don't, and then forming a, like a team, an alliance, a cohort of people so that yeah. you you do complete that circle, whether it's personal or professionally. Um, and that's, you know, I, I do talk a little bit about that too, about, you know, your strength team and finding those people. And obviously like you're one of them for me, like you have so many skills that I don't, and I love to like absorb them and soak them in and, and, you know, maybe vice versa for, for mm-hmm. you, for me. Right. Yes. And then we are like our own strength team and like we balance each other and we can do things that, you know, I do, I do things that you don't and you do things that I don't. And so I think that's where that mindset comes in is surrounding yourself with people that aren't exactly like you, but people that have some of the strengths that you don't and then putting your mindset together to, to forge ahead and, and persevere. So
0: I love it. I love it. So for those who don't know, Belly is on the front cover. I know I've shared that before. You can go and read a little bit of her story in the Corporate magazine. You can also read more of her story in our number one bestseller, which is an empowered yeah. life. So you can go ahead and <laughs> grab that on Amazon. Or if you want a printer copy, reach out to Belly and she'll be able to share with you. I'm going to drop all the links below with it. My beautiful friend, I love you. I adore you. I look, my goal is to get, that's one of my personal goals next year is to get to the state so I can actually meet you in person and we can celebrate and everything. But I, I just know that what you're doing is making such a beautiful impact around this world. And I am just so grateful that I get to witness what you do. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, and thank you, my friend. Thank you for our just empowering moments together and being friends and colleagues and just teammates and always working together and you know sharing our strengths. It's just it's a blessing. I'm so grateful to know you and I thank you. And yeah, I look forward to the future and all that we will do and all whom we will inspire in the future. So
0: absolutely great. Oh well thank you Valley for joining us. Thank you to everyone who has watched this episode. If you want to grab any more information, you can reach out to Valley. All of her links are actually going to be down below and you can connect with her. Remember to live life to the fullest every single day and follow your passion. Love and light to you all.